Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday. I am Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And how you doing? What a crazy, crazy. Well, you know what? Let's face it. Everybody's lost their mind. I mean, truly they have. Forget about economics and forget about sound money and balancing budgets and living it between your means. None of that matters. Trade wars and no trade wars and dollar, no dollar, right? All of these things that are happening. And and, uh, today's just another great example. We've got our first profit-taking day in gold in over a week. Buy dips. That's what I'm going to tell you. Buy dips. Uh, we got the G20 coming up. No trade war. Well, no tariffs on Mexico today. With the caveat that at any time the president can go back and slap it on him. And, and uh, in the first hour, and if you're just joining us, welcome Phoenix and all of you uh, Patriot listeners. In the first hour I discussed how you know, the the real issue here was, yes, it's true. The New York Times didn't really lie. Um, and, I, and, and the president over-exaggerated. Well, you know, they both did, really. Most of the things that Mexico agreed to in this quote-unquote New Deal were already agreed to. Here's the problem. They weren't actually doing it. So the president got mad. Rightfully so. Uh, are they going to do it? I don't know. Right? I, I don't. Can they do it? I don't know that they even can, even if they wanted to. That's kind of the problem. Uh, but at least for today, uh, it, there's no tariffs on Mexico. Get ready for the G20 uh, as the trade war with China is going to take center stage. Uh, but Wall Street's still real happy. Right? They're happy because of rate cuts. Because they're not anticipating. Here's why. You know, think about the Dow has gone gone up about, I don't know, 1,200 points, give or take, from the bottom. How come? Because they don't expect one rate cut. They don't expect two rate cuts. Wall Street thinks they're going all the way back to zero. So if you do the quarter a point at a time thing, that's nine cuts, but that's what they—that's what they say today. That's what you're seeing today. What I care about, and what you should care about, we know the headlines are a lie. We know that whatever you hear on the mainstream media, which is owned by just a very few, is. is The truth as the major conglomerates want you to hear it. Uh, If you didn't listen to the last hour, you missed it. Uh, But now it's all the way down to weathermen. Weathermen are coming out on the air saying, hey, my corporate company is forcing me to exaggerate the weather. They're forcing me to issue the code red, you know, sort of a thing. This is happening everywhere. 
And, and it's so important to be able to see through it. So when we talk about what's really happening, when you think about what the rest of the world is doing, because you know what? Let's face it now. We live in this global economy. You can't get out of it. Right? Why is the trade war with China such a big problem? Because we now have a global supply chain. We can't build everything we want to build without the Chinese. And you're like, oh yeah, we can. We, we can't. One of the, the acting budget director, and I don't know why it would be the budget director, but it, this, is, this is how it happens, is asking for a waiver, a delay, on the tariffs on Huawei, Huawei, or whatever they're called, saying that, hey, you know what? A lot of defense contractors are coming to me and saying, hey, we can't build this stuff without their stuff, right? We can't do it without it. And so the global supply chain, you got to remember, nobody has, you know, it used to be General Motors as an example, just use them as an example. Their factories probably had 60 days worth of product. Retail stores. Now, I know a lot about retail. Their back rooms used to be jam-packed. You go into any good retailer today, their back rooms are non-existent. A lot of the new stores being built, right, the back rooms are, are they're, they're microscopic. Right, you're lucky if a General Motors warehouse has three days worth of stuff. They probably got closer to two. And this has created this huge problem. And now this trade war, but really it's a much bigger war than that. On Friday, I gave you a breakdown of, the list is starting to get long, of all of these countries buying gold. And this morning, about about an hour and a half ago, we got an update to that and I'm going to share it with you when we return. By the way, gold's down like 12 or 13 dollars right now. A news that even more buying's happening than possibly ever before. We got that coming next. 800-951-0592. This is the first pullback we've had in gold since gold was 1267. Uh, right now, gold's at uh, 1,328. 1,328. And most of it having to do with the dollar, which had been hammered all week last week uh, because of all the rate cuts they're expecting and all of that. Having a, a little bit of a, a relief rally, if you will, on the, I guess, the no Mexican tariff thing, which everyone knew on Friday. You know, late Friday, the president came out and said, hey, we're not doing it. Um, but if Mexico doesn't do what they're supposed to do, uh, we're going to put them back up. And it's really hard today to understand what's happening. They want you to be stupid. 
They insult our intelligence on a daily basis. Are you sick of it yet? Are you? Right? You sit there. We, I mean, think about the whole Russia thing. Enough already. Think about the border. This is an easy problem to fix. Right? Easy. It's, it, it's about a five-step process. First of all, get rid of all the... We have an issue with the asylum law, right? <laughs> Whoops. They found the loophole there. Let's fix that. <laughs> right? Let, let's get Mexico to help us. Let's, you know, if we really wanted to solve it, let's, you know, put the wall up. That's part of it. we got to put the wall up. we got to do a better job in the... If we, you know, if, you know, people, they make the argument, hey, we need people to pick the lettuce. Okay, let's get it done. Right? That shouldn't be that hard. Let's get it done. They've been saying, you know what? I've been doing this show 16 years. They've been saying it for 16 years. And nobody's ever done a thing. I mean, it's not that hard, yet here we are. I mean, this morning you woke who did you believe? Well, I read the New York Times, so I believe them. Right? Or I listen to Fox, so I believe them. Right? And, and, and this is all that you have. Uh, give you another great example of how we are so on it here. If you don't know what I'm talking about, about this weatherman, Google weatherman code red. That's all you need to do. You'll see it. I'll send it to Ramon. I'll have if you're if you're too lazy to do that. I'll send a link to Ramon. I'll have it up on our website for tomorrow. Right? This is a very, very, very controlled media that we have. Freedom of the press is long gone. So is freedom of speech. You know, think about all the banning, ban this and ban that and ban, 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 ban gone the right to assemble disappearing it's all disappearing and again noise noise and more noise the noose is being encircled around us and, and remember what I focus on here I don't focus really I try not to on the spiritual because we've got other people that are more qualified than me to do that Right? And I, 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 I got to talk social, and ec- but I talk about mostly the economic destruction of your wealth. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you. You need to be prepared. We all know that. You know, they sit there and they talk about, oh, be diversified, be diversified. And I hear these guys on TV, oh, yeah, you know, 2%, 5%, come on. It's not going to get it done. You know, if if every American had 1%, just 1% of their uh, financial well-being in the goal, it would be gone. be all gone. Maybe gone anyways. China this morning continued its renewed public gold buying spree in May. Now they've been adding eight, nine, ten tons a month 
got a little more in May. They added 16 tons in the month. Its biggest monthly increase in three and a half years. It, it, it's a diversification away from the U.S. dollar. Understand what's happening. Right? As we try to, uh, you know, and I've used this analogy before, you know, your fist. Right? When you try to tighten the noose and you try to you clinch that fist, more and more stuff oozes out of it. Right? And they get through the cracks and the fingers, and this is what's happening here. We're trying to get it back. Right? And now, and now, more of these countries are like, hey, you know what? We're going to diversify away from you. We have to remember that gold is nobody's liability. Everything else you buy, and I don't care what it is, land, Got to pay the taxes, right? Got to pay property tax, amongst other things. All of your, what I'll call, investments, they're all debt instruments. It's a liability, right? If, if the person doesn't make good, right, the stock could go to zero, the bonds could go to zero, right? Gold is nobody's liability. You just own it. Right? If you buy gold from me, I ship it to you. And that's it. It's over. I don't call you up next year and say, hey, uh, give me another 2% like they do with your 401ks. It never goes to zero. I think about 5,000 years. It's never been zero ever. No one else could say that. Right? Fiat money, you get two, 250 years or so, and then away it goes. By the way, this is the sixth straight month in a row that China's bought gold. Here's the problem. This figure that China announces, it's been very hotly contested. Matter of fact, it's been argued by me. This is a complete underestimation of the amount of China's gold that they actually hold. But, however... It's the only figure that's available. And whatever the real number is, it's notable that the Chinese government has revived the trend of announcing physical gold purchases each and every month. Bloomberg reports the rise reflects the government's determined diversification away from dollar assets. 
adding that retail demand has also picked up. And you start thinking about who's the largest gold producer in the world. I'll give you a couple of hints. It's not us. It's not South Africa. Matter of fact, did you see South Africa fell another notch? They're not even the largest producer of gold in, in Africa anymore. That's how bad gold production has fallen there. It's not the Australian. It's the Chinese. Do you know how much gold they export? I mean, they're the largest producer. They, they get more gold out of the ground than anybody. About 400 metric tons. You know how much they export? Zero. They don't export any. Now their government's coming out and saying, hey, we're adding gold to our reserves again. Here's why we don't know how much they really have. Because this is the government announcing they've bought it. In other words, they had, and here's how it works. They had bonds, because the government doesn't keep their money in the bank. Neither does our government. You want to know why? Because they know if the bank goes under, there's nobody there. They'll keep it there. At least if they own a bond, right, they got the chance at least to be paid first. But nonetheless, this is the government saying, eh, you know what, we didn't put this money into bonds. We could have bought treasuries with it. Heck, we could have bought euro bonds. Could have bought England's bonds or Japan's bonds or Canadian bonds, for that matter. Instead, they said, we're going to spend this money on gold. Essentially, we're taking it out of the system. There's a little uh, brilliance in that, isn't there? Having something not in the system. But here's why we don't know how much. Because all the other banks that aren't, quote, unquote, the Chinese government, they're buying it as well. But since they're technically not the government, they don't have to say that they have it. It's not required to be reported. And of course we know because it's a communist country and not just because based on how their laws are written that the government owns the bank. Therefore in a not really even a roundabout way, but in a legal way in China, they own the bank, the gold the bank has been buying. So we really don't know how big the number is. If I was to guess, they're approaching our number. That's, that's my guess. right? We say we have 8,000 metric tons. China's working to that number. China is the one is one of the driving seats of the world's physical gold market. 
along with India and Russia. Just those three countries alone account for three out of every four ounces of gold coming out of the ground today. And then you start thinking about all these other countries, and I've read the list to you time after time. Because every month new countries get added, right? Last month they added Philippines and Serbia. Right, the month before that they had Poland. Before that it was Austria. Right, and it just keeps growing. The London bullion market has chosen Shenzhen in China as the location for the annual conference in October. Right, those that have the gold get to make the rules where they should have plenty of things to talk about. China announced today its largest gold purchases in three and a half years, and gold's down 13 bucks. Yeah, maybe a good time to buy. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is still smarting from how President Trump is crushing their phony free trade agenda. Now it seems they've come up with the ultimate retaliation. They decided to propose something even dumber. The anti-Trumper Tom Donahue and his cohorts in the chamber have proposed a 25-cent increase in the federal gas tax. This isn't just bad optics. It's the quickest path to a major Democrat win in 2020. The crazy William Weld, who's now trying to primary Trump, once presided over a gas tax increase when he was governor of Massachusetts in 1991. That state became known as Taxachusetts. It's no wonder there was a massive exodus of residents following Weld's unhappy tenure. Yet already some liberal Republicans are taking the bait of increasing the gas tax. What they don't seem to understand is that a gas tax increase would inevitably facilitate a Democratic landslide in 2020. Gas taxes are immensely unpopular with President Trump's middle-class supporters, many of whom drive long distances to support their families. They also tend to go on driving trips like family summer vacations, and a gas tax increase would disrupt those plans for sure. Limousine liberals and government workers would barely feel the pinch of a gas tax as they ride the taxpayer-funded D.C. metro. They'd be fine with higher gas taxes, while swing voters who decide elections are hit the hardest. A large share of the gas tax is used for subways, trains, and buses. Car drivers, who already pay enormous state and federal taxes, should not be forced to further subsidize public transportation. The federal gas tax is currently 18.4 cents a gallon, and all the states tack on a whopping additional tax of their own. In Pennsylvania, its state gas tax is an additional 58 cents a gallon. Clearly, this is a burden middle America should not have to bear. President Trump should not let swampy groups like the U.S. Chamber of Commerce disconnect him from the everyday Americans who gave him the presidency. Let's put this gas tax craziness behind us and get back to building a better future for the American people. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Liberal politicians cannot be allowed to manipulate tax laws regarding Social Security, charitable donations, retirement accounts, homeownership, and the definition of family. Low taxes and smaller government are core values at phyllisschlafly.com. Join us, won't you, at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number, and I say it all the time: be your own central bank. I mean, I gotta believe that this is important, but yet, if you turn on the mainstream media, they don't want to talk about that, and they want to talk about I don't even know what they want to talk: interest rate cuts. <laughs> right? How I don't know. Apparently, that's supposed to be a good thing now. Who knew? Right? Interest rate cuts are now good because, let's face it, anybody who saves their money is an absolute idiot. Maybe this is why all of these countries are buying gold again. How about this one? So, yeah, Friday we had that bad jobs number, right? It wasn't good. And now it's got everybody, apparently it's got Wall Street excited about all these rate cuts. The guys that I like to watch and listen to, Right? Those guys are saying, look for a Fed's funds rate going back to zero. And then I shared with you, remember, Dow had a, a good week. I don't know if it was up a 1,000 points, but close. Had a good week. And I shared with you that there was a little conference, a Federal Reserve conference, that was in Chicago. Not the ones where they meet every six weeks, right? The Fed, it wasn't a Federal Reserve meeting. No, it wasn't that. This was just a conference. And they had all of them there. All the big shots were there. Right? Powell was there. Uh, the, the, the vice chair was there. The New York Federal Reserve uh, head was there. St. Louis was there. Minnesota was there. I mean, they were all there. And you know what they were talking about? They weren't talking about the trade war. I mean, it was there, but they weren't talking about it, really. They weren't talking about raising interest rates. They weren't talking about a strong dollar, either. You know what they were really talking about? Who's going to buy all this debt? That's what they were talking about. And I know that you don't like to hear it. But just because you don't like something doesn't mean you should ignore it. Well, I don't like it, so I want to ignore it. My wife last night didn't like the fact when she went to her smartphone to find out what something was, an ingredient that we used, and and what we were cooking, uh, we were using capers. She didn't really know what, what where did they come from. She didn't know that, and I didn't either. It's a flower. It's what it is. But somehow the smartphone knew we were talking about capers. She didn't like that. Well. You can choose to keep your head up your butt if you want to. 
I highly suggest that you pull it out for a minute and understand the difference between your financial well-being and what Wall Street gets excited about. Wall Street likes it when the Federal Reserve starts worrying about who's going to buy the debt. You want to know why? Because <laughs> that means the Federal Reserve's going to buy it. Remember the last time the Federal Reserve had a balance sheet? You know, they, they got to have some money because they got to pay their employees. So they created about six, seven hundred billion dollars out of thin air. And uh, they took the interest payment on that, and that's how they pay for themselves. They now have, and I was a little light on the number, they have $3.8 trillion still left. So they went from about $700 billion to almost, what, $4.5 trillion, Almost. You know what gold did? It went from two fifty to 1900 the last time they bought like this. And now they had a conference in Chicago last week. Dow rallied a 1,000 points. Everyone's talking about rate cuts. It's not what they cared about. What they cared about was how much is the Federal Reserve going to expand their balance sheet the next time? That's what I were. I'm, I'm like, I mean, if it took almost four trillion dollars the last time, we've doubled the debt. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just using, you know, like elementary school math. If we needed almost four trillion last time, we've doubled the debt since then. So what about eight trillion the next time? How high is gold going to be? And I think this is really why. Why? Why is all these countries buying it? You get it. Understand what's happening. They're not dumb. All of these central bankers, by the way, don't think they don't all talk to each other. And just because we have a trade war with China, don't think the Chinese central bank and the U.S. federal, don't think they all know. Everybody's buying it. right? Not just the guys that hate America now, right? It's kind of like everybody. And the ones that aren't buying it are doing what? Hey, bring it back home. Here's another number you didn't hear, but I'll give it to you. U.S.-based employers announced plans to cut 58,577 jobs from their payrolls in May. Now, we only created 75,000 jobs. We announced job cuts of almost 59,000. That was up 46% from April. Which, you know, hey, that by itself, okay, I don't know, that obviously that's not good. But in context, hey, maybe maybe uh April was a low number. No. It wasn't. May's cuts that 58,000 that's up 46% from last month, is up 86% from a year ago. You think we've slowed down a little bit? 
A year ago, they only announced 31,000 cuts. How about for all of 2019? That's a better number. How about for the first five months of the year? What are businesses really doing? Because we got jobs everywhere. You hear it. 40% high, well, 39% higher than a year ago. So far, 289,000 job cuts. And here's the problem with these announcements. Most of those jobs were full-time jobs. That's why they had to announce them. We're 40% higher in layoff than a year ago. By the way, highest number was the tech sector, not retail, tech. Yeah, get ready. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Pizza Radio News Hour. AllAmericanGold.com. So Challenger Gray in Christmas. Uh, job cuts keep moving in the wrong direction. We're now up uh, 40% year over year. So I, I just find it interesting. Again, it's hard to know. I mean, who do you believe? Right? Who who do you listen to? Right? The New York Times, right? All of with, with exaggerating things to the left or Fox exaggerating them to the right. Do you believe all of these other central banks that are uniformly without question? You know what you know what's so funny? I don't know the last central bank that announced that they were selling gold. The only one that comes to mind is Venezuela, and they didn't want to sell it, right? They used their gold as collateral and defaulted. Right? Other than that, I can't even tell you the last time. And remember, this is how quickly things have changed. When I started here, just the European countries were selling 500 metric tons of gold a year. To give you some perspective, a metric ton, 32,150 ounces, they were doing that 500 times. Last year was the second highest gold buying ever in recorded history of central banks. They bought 627 metric tons. The only other year that was more than that was 1967, by the way. This year, it looks like we're going to break the record. It'll be the most gold buying ever by central banks. Now, here's what's funny. Is the world stopped selling gold, the world central banks, stopped selling gold in about 2005. As far as I know, the European Union still has the same agreement that says, hey, by the way, they actually lowered it to 400 metric tons 
uh, and then, but no one's ever done it. They could sell up to 400, and how would work, let me give you an example. If Germany came out and announced tomorrow, we're, we're selling 400 metric tons, 400 tons of, of gold right now. No other European country could sell any. So they got this agreement that, hey, between all of us, but no one has. No one has sold an ounce of gold in that agreement for, what, 14 years. Countries have been buying gold really since then. At 05, 06, 07, 08. 2010, 2013, 2015. And then something funny started happening. 2017, the number grew a little bit. You know, they're buying two, 250, went to about 350. Then 2018, remember what I told you 2018 was? The first year of the new debt cycle. Remember that. I've been telling you that for a while. 2019 looks like it's going to set a record. So why are these gold... And and think about it. I mean, it's not like they went up 10%. 20%. 40%. They've doubled. Just all of a sudden, doubled. Right, we went from you know somewhere between a hundred to two hundred, and then from two hundred to to three hundred. Twenty seventeen got to about three fifty, then six twenty seven. I'm not even sure where we're going to end up this year. And and you, you you've got to understand. All of a sudden, now the central bank meets in Chicago last week. Talking about who's going to buy all of the debt. And you know what they came up with? I think you do. Right? They're going to have to do it. And you start thinking about all the other countries that are doing that. There's no growth in those countries. Right? Japan hasn't grown in what? I, nobody even really knows. Right? The late 80s. Right, and Wall Street wants you to ignore it. They want you to pretend that it's not happening. Right? They they're they're trying to to what? Oh, don't worry. It, it, it's it's not a big deal. The the world can't do without the United States. It can. It would rather you know. And here's the sad part: the world would rather not to. You know, let's face it, we got pretty good laws here. We do. We normally, you know, don't try to steal and cheat. Well, you know, there's always that going. But by and large, you know, not blatantly. The rest of the world wishes that it wasn't this way. Believe me when I tell you that. You don't think China's got its own problem? They would love to have spent that money somewhere else, but they don't. That's why you need to get ready. Get prepared. Just keep adding here. 
keep adding. Because if I'm right, and that those rates are really going back to zero, and the new quantitative programs are what they were talking about in Chicago, you're going to be glad you did. Final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, we've been chasing something. I just got an email back. I've got, uh, and it's not a lie, i got 25 saints. I'm getting tougher. 25 saints. These are $20 saints. 1908 to 1933. And really, they're going to be probably nothing older than 1927. The, those those uh, older ones are, are harder to get. Uh, but I've only got 25 of them. I'm going to take off $25 a coin. So Friday they were 1460. Gold was down 10 bucks this morning. I took 10 bucks off to 1450. Take another 25 bucks off of that. 1425. I've only got 25 of them first come first serve. If you buy them all, you buy them all. 800 951 zero five nine two uh and you know and i'm just just looking at what these guys are saying on the idiot box right and 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 again mostly the guys that i like they think rates are going back to zero and they think quantitative easing is coming back and they think that because that's what they talked about in chicago it's simple it's not like they made it up this is what they think the dollar, the dollar index was at 98 and change. Friday, it got almost to 95 and change. It's a little relief rally today, more of a profit taking today in gold. Buy the dip, start dipping your finger in here. Listen, we're going to watch. We got to watch 1350 on the dollar and 1525 uh, on silver. Uh, but keep adding to your portfolio. U.S. $20 Saints at 14 and a quarter. Quick update. We got gold shipping today uh, in both both Phoenix and Colorado. Uh, the kangaroos, they are hopping apparently all the way here. Um, I think they'll land here tomorrow and then in Colorado on Wednesday, and then we will be 100% uh, caught up once we have, once the kangaroos land, all the gold, like we had, I know we had Saints, we had AU-20s, au five stuff like that, all that's here and going out, uh, phone calls are being made, uh, and then the kangaroos are hopping along right after that. Somehow, a lot of times, I don't know how it works with these foreign mints, but Always seems to take longer than than I like, but U.S. twenty dollar Saints fourteen and a quarter at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's up, by the way, about one hundred and thirty points right now. One thirty uh, was up about two thirty, so we'll have to see. It's still only midway through the day uh gold's down 14 bucks 1326 silver uh down 37 cents at 1466 so maybe throw some silver eagles in there as well uh that's down 5 bucks a roll today 
at 370 bucks. So uh, continue to add there as well. 800-951-0592. Steve Stars is coming up next, man, and his shows are always exciting. I don't even know uh, what he's going to even be talking about today, uh, but check him out. And then remember, Glenn Tate, uh, he'll be on the open forum tomorrow. I even think the, the professor, we may have a professor sighting. We may see Glenn Biddle before the week is out. Everybody take care. God bless. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow.